Hello. Hello? Testing. Is anybody there? I'm here. But Sierra, it's time to break up, though. Wait, what? No, not us break up. We're talking about <laughs> breakups today and with a special guest. Oh, yes, we are our first guest. Let's get into it. Woo! Hey, everyone. It's John Flynn. And Sierra Morabito. With what about it? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What About It? Episode three. Welcome back. Episode three. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We have a very, very exciting show for you today. It's going to get very deep. Mm -hmm. So I think that we should get right into it. Yes. Okay. So Sierra, I need to know, first things first, how was your birthday? Thank you for asking. My birthday was amazing. It was so much fun. I got to spend time with my family and also got together with my friends. And I told you guys last week that we were doing a little themed gathering. So I know it's been, I've been dying to know. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the theme of my B-Day shindig last night was the neon jungle. What? So what does that mean? <laughs> so basically for this neon jungle little gathering, there was only six of us, but we wore wigs. We wore like neon wigs. Okay. And we dressed in animal print. Oh. Now I'm getting it. Neon mm-hmm. jungle animal print. Okay. Okay. How'd you come up with this thing? Exactly. So um, I have just been really dying to wear a wig and I needed a reason <laughs> to do excuse. it. And I thought it's my birthday, my choice. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my friends, get your best wig. And I just love animal print. So I like the spin on it. A lot of times people just have wig parties. So it's nice to actually do something a little creative and different. <gasps> Thank you, John. Well, yeah, we also have just been loving all the feedback from the show and we appreciate everyone's support, especially we posted on our social media, some of our would you rather questions and people's responses. I'm shocked by some of the percentages to the people who picked that they would rather give up showering than their phone. I'm judging you. (laughs) You you need to (laughs) check yourself out. That's a little concerning. Yeah, that definitely is concerning. Yeah. Well, okay. There is a lot to discuss, like we said. Uh, let's get right so into much it. To discuss. Let's get into our first segment, like we introduced last week. The catch-up. I don't know if anyone saw this, but user at VV Victoria posted a TikTok where she was sitting on the subway in New York City, and she saw a guy that she thought was cute, and she was trying to figure out who he was. Obviously, he had a mask on. She didn't want to say anything. And she noticed he had a backpack. And the backpack had a school on it, Ithaca College, and it had a number. And she's like, wait, he must play sports. So she stalked him, looked him up, realized he was, uh, I think it was a baseball player. Yeah, he was a baseball player. Yeah. And he, she was able to look it up and she found out who he was, found his Instagram, DM'd him. Slid on in. And she was like, listen, I'm going to shoot my shot. And she did that. Mm Mm-hmm. And this blew up overnight. I mean, it is at over 3.9 million views as of this recording. It's going to probably keep going. Yeah. And yeah, so she documented all of it and Mm -hmm. he ended up responding to her. And I thought his response was so funny when she messaged him and she was just like, hey, like I saw you on the subway. You're cute. (laughs) And he was just like, how'd you find me? (laughs) I know she was. And the best part is, is she literally just went off that little backpack. That's all she had was a number and a school. Yeah. And. There's some pretty good stalkers in the world. For sure. And everyone's going crazy. I mean, Tinder commented on it. I think MLB, a whole bunch of sports uh, teams and people are commenting and everyone's loving this. And And you have something to tell the people. Yeah. (laughs) So, so we thought it would be so funny if we got him, the boy who she found from Ithaca on this podcast to talk about his rise to fame. So I followed up with a DM to him. (laughs) And I How'd was that like, go? Hey. <laughs> um, it did not go very well. He was not into it. Um, he was like, he was honored that I messaged him and, but he kind of like switched the conversation to just like small talk. And I was like, no, no, just, just wondering if you want to be on the podcast. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> so sadly backpack boy did decline to come on. What about it? Yes. But VV Victoria, 
the podcast is open for you. Come on, tell us your story. And what's interesting is we do have a Justin in update. She posted another TikTok just a couple minutes ago. Wait, what? Yeah, and she got a response. He does, in fact, have a girlfriend, sadly. We could have been Aww. witnessing love happen right there on the subway via TikTok. Oh my gosh, wait, that that's such a shame for her. I know. But again, I wish that they could have had something. The power of the internet. We see it once again. Yeah. The internet is a crazy thing. <laughs> TikTok's the new way just to fall in love, I guess. It <laughs> Maybe is. I should try it. I know. And I think it's 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 honestly cool to see though, like how easy it is to like find someone, like just based off of one small little fact that you know mm -hmm. about them. Which, okay, I gotta ask you, have you mm -hmm. ever searched or done the whole stalking type thing of trying to find someone? by just using a couple different context clues. Have you ever done it? I have. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love like trying to find people online. I feel like mm -hmm. Nancy Drew. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I just need either a name. I need a name, a school, like she did a sports team or a job and I can find you. Give me a Facebook, anything. We can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you gotta do research time. before you reach out to someone. I mean, I don't know who these no, people absolutely. are. No, absolutely. And with all the social platforms these days, like including like, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's so easy to find someone, especially like even on Facebook, I found people before by like searching, if I know like their first name, but not their last name, like mm -hmm. I'll search their name and then the school, yeah. <laughs> if I know like what school they went to. And then like that will bring them up. Yeah, I've done that too. Sometimes there's this one guy I was going on a date with and I needed to look up to find something out. And I actually realized while looking him up that he had a girlfriend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My finding. He was going behind his girlfriend's oh. back and about to go on a date with me. And I found it by, he didn't Wait. have any of his social media listed, but he was telling me all about him. So I was like, oh, I'm going to look this guy up because it's kind of weird that he doesn't have anything listed. And when I asked oh. if he had Instagram, he was like, no. And he like had nothing. So I was like, what the hell? Like, let me look this up. Wait, he that's so me, sus. I looked him up and he had a girlfriend. So that day didn't happen. His, but anyways, moving oh my on. God, his, his poor girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, moving on Sheesh. to, you know, this love sadly didn't work out, but another relationship is sadly not working out. Mm -hmm. One after the other. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Relationships failing yep. seems to be a theme today. Hmm. Should we continue talking about that? <laughs> Kim Kardashian finally yeah. filed for divorce. <laughs> I can't believe it. We wanted to follow up because I know we mentioned this in our first episode and it is uh -huh. not just an alleged rumor. She actually did file for divorce. Like, I'm, I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm not that it finally happened. Like, personally, I think that they've been separated for like years at this point, just like <laughs> personal opinion. But I don't know, like good for them, I guess. Now they can like finally yeah. go their own separate ways and like do their own thing. Yeah, we hope they're happy. And we just wanted to bring up that little headline because today we're actually talking about breakups breakups relationships all the juice we are getting into it and we have someone special to join us for all of the conversations yes so today we have with us our first ever guest and we are so excited he and i are friends from college he played football with my boyfriend and he was sought after for his good looks. That's right. By my boyfriend. <laughs> he and I became close friends fast after meeting. He was a pre med student and is currently working as an EMT. Mm. But most importantly, he is a romantic. The ladies love him. However, he is a relationship kind of guy, and he has had multiple long-term girlfriends, and he is here, and he is going to tell us all about that, introducing Mr. Johnny Haddock. Woohoo! Woo! Thank you guys so much for having me. How Thank does it you feel for being here. to be the first guest on What About It? it? It feels great. I was actually listening to this, um, your first episode, and I was telling my friend as we were listening to it, I was like, I would love to be a guest on it. And I think I just manifested it out there, and here I am. <laughs> the power of manifestation. Manifestation <laughs> is all around us. <laughs> well, welcome on. We're so excited to have you. This is my first time meeting you. I've heard amazing things about you. Same so welcome to you. on. 
<laughs> Johnny is the absolute best and John is the absolute best. So honestly, you guys should be friends. <laughs> Love a good John. <laughs> if their name's John, that's all you need to know. That's all good you people. need to know. Good people. So we decided to bring Johnny on because like I said, he has had his fair share of great relationships and um, ones that haven't worked out. And we thought that it would be really interesting for him to be a part of this conversation with us and to give his advice, tell us about some of his experiences, what he's learned. And yeah, so Johnny, could you tell us a little bit about your relationship past? Just give us a gist. Yeah, so... I, I I have been a relationship kind of guy for the majority of my life. Um, you know, it's something that I don't really know why I'm like it. I have a little brother and he's the exact opposite. I don't know if it's a genetic <laughs> thing or what, but uh, yeah, you know, I've always enjoyed being in relationships and, you know, being open with people and I love connecting with other people and yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I would definitely say I'm also a relationship person. Would you say, I mean, Sarah, you're in one, but would you say you are a relationship person? <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely a relationship type of person too. I think it's just because I, I like in life, I just crave stability. Like I, 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 I love a constant. I love mm -hmm. routine, you know, yeah. and like, and that's what you get with relationships. Like my single experiences, um, I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy them. Like I, I like focusing on myself at the same time, but I prefer to be with one person than be like floating around. One interesting topic in relating to relationships is what we were talking about earlier, which is Kim and Kanye getting a divorce is breakups and breakups can be very hard and everyone, you know, goes through them differently. And mm -hmm. I thought it'd be interesting for us all to talk about in general, how do you move on? from after being in a relationship and you break up how do you start focusing on yourself and how do you move forward johnny do you want to start us off with that one yeah uh, i'm fresh off that boat um <laughs> you know breakups are tough they're always tough especially if you're so invested in someone mm -hmm. um Absolutely. but you know i've been thinking about this for a while and you you can't let someone's insecurities cloud your judgment of yourself and that's something that it takes a long time for you to realize that. But when you realize that you can grow so much on your own level and, uh, you know, just being able to love yourself and finding a way to find that happiness within yourself is so important. And I think that's something that I'm going to continue to work on throughout med school. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's something that a lot of people don't really consider, but if you really don't love yourself before getting in a relationship, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, a tough road ahead of you for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That, that was so beautifully said. I've been thinking about it for a, a little while. <laughs> no, that, no, that was really beautiful. True. It is so true. Like that, the importance of loving yourself before like being able to love someone else and like the insecurities, like I feel that. Some people, it works out great. You know, they will find someone from the start and maybe it works out. I think that's very rare. But yeah. that's the whole point of dating is you got to go through relationships to figure out what you want and learn more about yourself. And it's okay to have relationships not work. That's not a failure. That's actually a great thing. And you get to grow from that. And yeah, I definitely. Think like if you don't, if you don't ha like date multiple people, like how, how would you know exactly what you wanted? Like, I think it's so rare exactly. that people end up like, marrying the their first person they ever dated like mm. you're gonna have like you're gonna have great relationships and you're gonna have shitty breakups and I think what what is more important is kind of like what you were saying Johnny like how you take those experiences and and grow from them and I think like I'm really excited for you for this point in your life to to be single and like work mm -hmm. on Johnny like you have so many great things that are like coming for you with like med school and like your, your job that you're working right now. And I think like, this is just such a good opportunity for you to flourish in so many ways. And you know how people always talk about like that post um, breakup glow up. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like we're going to really see that with you. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely was focusing on myself for a long time. It just, it takes you to realize that, you know, it's not always your own fault. And just because things don't work out, you can't take it as personally, you know, mm -hmm. when you're fresh off a breakup, 
you know, it's hard to realize, especially if that person's been in your life for so long Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's not always your fault. You know, it depends, like this may vary between relationships, but you really have to understand that once you get out of that cloud that you're in and you understand it's not so much on you, but maybe the other person. And again, Mm -hmm. this will vary, but it's just so important for you to really take time, set back and kind of look at your own life and really realize you know, realize your self-worth and, and work on things that maybe in the relationship weren't working out so well. Maybe if you need to work on communication, that's something you should work on in your social life. And, um, you know, there's definitely, there's so many things you can work on with yourself each and every day. And it's a great opportunity. You know, breakups is a fresh opportunity for you to kind of find yourself again. So I definitely took mm-hmm. advantage of that. And I think other people should as well. Yeah. Wait, can I please hire you to be my uh, therapist? Because no, literally, damn, saying, your voice is like so soothing. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, everything you said, amen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Every time I am feeling down, I'll be calling Johnny. <laughs> can we talk a little bit about like after you have a like a big breakup or you know something like that, and you're like getting into your next relationship? Like, how yeah. do you like train? I feel like transferring into a new relationship no matter like how much time has passed is always like you know it's a tricky situation because how Mm -hmm. do you not let those negative things that happened in your previous relationships affect your next relationship that can be hard I mean I've had a lot of traumatic situations in my previous (laughs) relationships that I noticed kind of carried over trauma is a hard thing when you go through you know not trying to this is another show but I went in, I was in a emotional abusive relationship and then I started dating someone else and that was hard. I mean, that carried over into the new relationship where I was on guard and felt insecure. And that can be something that I think you need to communicate with your partner about. If there's something that is carrying over from your other relationship, you should talk about that with your partner. Yes, I completely agree with that. And Johnny, I would love to know like your opinion on that, because that's something that like I have struggled with as well. And it's something that like comes up in my current relationship is like trust, like not, not Mm -hmm. having trust, but from past situations, not being able to trust someone. And then like those worries that you carry like into your next relationship, even though like, you know, like that person would never do anything to hurt you, but you know, like you're still like holding on to those hurt, the pain. Right. Yeah. it comes down to you realizing what was wrong in those, in that relationship prior. And you really have to focus on um, communication. And as you grow into the person, as you're moving on to the next relationship, as you gain their trust and, you know, you're putting your trust into them, you have to openly communicate because if you let that trauma continue to eat at you, it's just going to bite you later because it will show up at some point. So you being able to be open about it is so important, but again, it's going to come from you in the first place. So when you get out of that relationship and you find those traumatic experiences or experiences that you may have not thought were the best for you, you have to realize that that's something you don't like personally. And you have to communicate that to your next partner, whoever it may be. And it just, it's going to depend on how much you trust them. And, you know, you always have to listen to your gut. If it's something that you feel like isn't (laughs) sitting right, you have to, have to, have to address it because it will bite, it'll bite Mm -hmm. you six months, a year down the road. And there's always red flags. I mean, I feel like from the beginning, sometimes you ignore it when you have those butterflies and the happy feeling. Yeah. If you're like the honeymoon stage. There's mm-hmm. red flags in the beginning, and I think it's so important to pay attention to those, especially when you're starting a new relationship, so you don't repeat the cycle of your old one. Yeah, can we talk about that, like like red flags and like when they're important and you should spot them in a relationship and like maybe like think twice and like mm-hmm. ones that you should ignore? I don't know. Have you guys gone through anything like that? I mean, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Tell honestly, us about it. Tell us about it. <laughs> like personally, um, I think it's really important that you gauge the person before you jump into the relationship, you know, a lot of people say love at first sight. I don't agree with that. You know, you can like maybe find someone physically attractive at first sight. However, you really have to understand and know that person before. I mean, you have to give some sort of, you know, break in between you guys meeting and talking. You got to let that talking stage kind of run its course because if you don't let it run its course and you jump into a relationship, you're going to find things as you continue to open up that 
you may not particularly like. So you being able to run that talking course for as long as you can, it doesn't have to be years, but, you know, mm-hmm. give it mm-hmm. at least six months of you just being open with that person and just communicating and just finding all the, the quirks and just see if you like them or not. And if yeah. red flags Test come about, <laughs> you can, you can make that decision six months down the line. If things aren't going to work out, mm-hmm. they're not going to work out. And at least you gave it your shot and you tried, but definitely letting both of you as partners potentially, you know, take your time to really understand each other before you hop in, especially at our age, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're moving into this real life adulthood, hopefully sometime post COVID. Yeah. Um, and I think and that's like, that's like think about. so wild too, is like, now that we're like a little bit older, um, like, I mean, we're not, we're not that old. We're all like early twenties, but it's like the people who we date now, it's like, it's not like you're just going to date them for like a couple weeks. And then like in mm-hmm. high school or whatever, but now it's like, oh my gosh, like I could marry this person. It's odd to think about that. It's Mm -hmm. very odd. Now, Johnny, I had a question off something that you just said. You're saying uh, you you keep mentioning that, you know, take your time and don't speed things up. Now, I'll admit I'm someone I fall fast and I'm trying not to be like that. (laughs) Were you always someone that is that something you've learned or is that something that you've always been like where you take your time more and try to read the room and talk for a little bit before jumping into something? Oh, it's for sure something I learned. I mean, you know, in high school, like Sierra was saying, you know, you date a person for a few months. Right. It is what it is. But, you know, as you grow and you learn from relationships and you learn more about yourself throughout it, mm-hmm. it, it really takes you to honestly think about these things and think about what makes you feel good or not feel good. But it, the experience will come with time. And as you kind of work through relationships and you find yourself getting into serious ones or not serious ones, you, you might put your guard up a little bit more. And yeah. it, it's honestly important to have your guard up a little bit at first, especially for someone so new. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely that. something that it, it's <laughs> learned. It's learned. You don't want to get burnt all the time because yeah. you're going to set yourself up for failure. <laughs> I have been burnt as well. <laughs> what, what I think, though, is hard to navigate, and I would love uh, to know, Johnny, your perspective of this and also Sierra, is right now I'm struggling with I'm single. Uh, I think we've mentioned that before. You are? But I, <laughs> shocking but i am struggling with i hate games and i don't want to waste my time but i also know that i you can't just be like upfront like this is what i want and you got to let the dating process happen and take things slow so i'm just trying to find that balance and i was wondering what you guys think is a good way to find that balance of I, I want, I don't want games. I'm not looking to marry you tomorrow, but I just looking to know your intentions in life, just because, you know, a lot of people still our age are still very much not into relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, I think personally, like it's, I think that you have to be upfront about that, like in the beginning. And I think because you've acknowledged that you don't want games in the relationship, I think that's something that you can spot pretty quickly in a person. Like if they're playing with you or like, if it feels like they're playing mind games with like their communication, like, I don't want that. I don't know if you can always tell. I think sometimes it's hard. I don't think you know someone for months. Yeah. And do you mean like when you're kind of like blinded by like, like sometimes when you lo- like love someone or when like you're really into someone, you like don't see those like little things that like do make you tick, but maybe like your friends point it out and you're like, hmm? like, I don't think it's. It. I think it was more of that. I, I personally get blinded by. I think I used to ignore red flags, which I don't anymore. And I over obsess over red flags, which both, that's not a good thing either. But I don't know. It's just, it's hard to navigate this. Johnny, you need to, you need to help us out. Well, not help us, us out, me. Johnny, help us. <laughs> Mostly me, I'm a mess. Listen, relationship advice, take it or leave it. I'm no expert in this field. Oh, I you're the expert. Here. He's really good at it. He's being modest. I should probably <laughs> disclaimer. I am not a expert in this field, but better than um, me yeah. you know <laughs> going back to the talking stage i mean if you have your intentions and you know you're you're looking to date someone you know feel it out for a little bit and just just see how it goes and you know there's got to be a point you have to be honest you know if you're mm-hmm. you've been talking for a few months and you know you're at the point where you're like you know i really do like this person i can see something with him you know between us you got to be honest and that's something that i've really worked on post breakup um, being honest is it's so hard to come by, but it will, it will, you will be valued by that honesty for the rest of your life. 
if you let things slide and you're not honest about how you feel or expressing how you feel, it's just going to bite you in the long run. Mm -hmm. I, I think people really don't appreciate how far honesty goes. And I think a lot of people like to shelter how they feel. And mm -hmm. that's just, it, it's just not the way to go because people end up getting hurt that way. Just like you, John, like the games, if you're not honest up front, you know, you're going to get burned and it's not going to feel good. And you're always going to have those trust issues throughout the rest of your life. Now I'm going to be a devil's advocate though, because I have been trying to be honest, but here's the problem. Some people then think I'm being too confident and I think I'm too upfront. And that's what, uh, I, I feel like I probably said so much that this got lost, but I'm trying to level out where I need to be upfront, but when, you know what, I, it's hard to, you don't want to be too, too upfront right away and scare people off. That's kind of like where I'm struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah, but maybe they're yeah. not your person. Like if right, it's just not the right match. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's not the right match. If like you being yourself is like frightening to them, mm -hmm. I feel like they're not the ones. Yeah. So we've talked about a lot of like red flags and like things that we don't want in relationships. So I'm wondering, Johnny, when you are like first talking to a girl or like first meet someone, what are qualities that stand out to you or things that you look for that you're like, oh my gosh, like I, I want to date her. I really like the aspects of just talking about what someone's passionate about because I'm passionate about a lot of things and I can go on for hours about things that, you know, not a lot of people find so interesting, yeah. but the fact, if you have enough confidence to tell me what you're passionate about and, you know, just speak so openly with that, that is so important for me. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my, my dogs are barking. I got <laughs> No, That's okay. I'm loving this. Insight. Yeah, I feel like invested in this conversation. I need him to actually help me. <laughs> I'm a mess. I know he has really good advice. I'm a mess. I need help. <laughs> Johnny, help me get find me someone good. We were just saying we're we're this is such a good I think he could hear us. <laughs> oh. I was hearing. Oh. <laughs> I just didn't I didn't want my dogs barking in the background. They sometimes You're do. good. Like I'll Johnny, be taking a med school interview. <laughs> I can do it. I, I know a lot of things. I just, I've been through so much, especially mm -hmm. with this, this last thing. So yeah, it's just interesting. It, it's, it's fun to talk about because I've had so much time to really work on myself. Yeah. I've had so much time to, uh, sorry, I'm out of breath. Um, <laughs> Those I've dogs. Had so, much, so much time to, uh, you know, reflect on myself and it's something that I've never really done in my life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes just, you know, writing out how you feel or drawing or, you know, doing creative things that are outside of your box. You know, that's something that I've never done, but when I was, you know, post breakup, I listened to a lot of music. Mm -hmm. I drew, I, I was trying to imagine different business ideas. Like I was just trying to do as much as I can to keep my mind off of it. And that allowed mm -hmm. me to really find myself within a, a sad part of my life you know what I mean yeah so it was really important it was so important and it was like I realized like this was almost like the greatest thing that could have happened because it really propelled me into where I am right now yes that is that is so motivational like thinking about how like like taking a situation that was so painful and mm. like realizing how good it was for you in the long run and like and I can think of so many things that happened in my life like not only relationship wise but where something that that I like really cared about didn't work out and then like the next best best thing was like right there and like suddenly I was like so thankful that that thing didn't work out because that meant that like, something else got to fall into place that was more that was better for me mm -hmm. yeah and I think like we can talk about that with people and like you know so many aspects no, I think, you know, especially after a very serious relationship or a relationship that you felt heavily invested in, you know, mm -hmm. if things don't work out and you start really getting down on yourself, you're doubting yourself. You're like, what did I do wrong? Why is this happening to me? There's a point in that you're, you're at a point where you're at the bottom and you feel like you're at the bottom, but it takes a very strong mind to build out of that and to grow out of that. You know, a lot of people, you know, they'll sit there for months, years, they'll just reflect and they'll just be down on themselves, be so negative. When you think so negatively all the time, that's what your life becomes. And mm -hmm. if you're not strong enough to move on and to find things that you think are, 
you, you find your passion, you find your inspiration and you kind of look outside of everything you've been, you know, not sheltering, but just the things you haven't been thinking about. Like it, yeah. it takes a very strong mind to get out of it and to get mm. out of it on top. It, it, it really, it's hard, but you really have to, you have to start thinking of the positives out of it. Mm. And you have to start thinking, you know, what did I learn from this and what can I do to better myself and to better myself for the next relationship? Yeah. That's, right. that's such good advice. So when you're going through something like that, how do you not take like the like negatives of what happened and like put them on yourself and like not say like, oh, like, damn it. Like I messed up. Like I shouldn't have, if maybe I could have done this better, like maybe I could have done that better. Like how do you avoid acting that way and like having that positive outlook? You know, you can always, you know, your 2020 vision is crystal clear. And you're, when you look back on things that you could have fixed, you can think about it, but what is you like, what are you doing? If you're just constantly thinking about it, you can't do anything about it. If that person's gone, that person's gone. And you can take the wow. pass and reflect. Yeah. That'll that just make me like oh tear God. off. <laughs> you can take the past and reflect on it. But if you obsess over it, that's where people go wrong. And mm-hmm. you, I'm not saying post breakups, not easy. I mm-hmm. felt not, I did not feel very good post breakup <laughs> in any of my breakups. You know, it's very hard to lose someone that you feel so invested in. You're, you're so open to, and it is hard regardless of how it ended, whether it be on your terms or their terms, but it, it just takes you realizing that you can't obsess about the past. You can only move forward from now on. Yeah. You know? So do the things that make you happy, do everything that makes you happy, be around your family, be around your friends, bring in more of the things that you've been sheltering throughout your relationship and bring them into your life and start thinking mm-hmm. positively, start thinking positively about yourself learn from yourself, learn from what happened. And you're going to end up on top regardless. If you take one or two things and you learn from it and you build yourself upon those one or two things, then you're winning already. That's all it takes. I feel like I learned, I was wondering, Johnny, if you felt this too. I, whenever, when I broke up with someone, uh, I never, before breaking up with my, right before my first long-term breakup, long relation, long-term relationship breakup, I, Mm -hmm never really understood when people would be like, you just need to grow. You need to grow, blah, 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 blah. And then finally, once I did break up with this individual and I really started growing, I realized the importance of growth, both being single and in a relationship. And now I know the value of that. I want to find someone that I'm consistently still growing both together, but also my own self. And I think don't, has that been something that you've learned recently too, that you need to be with someone, I believe that allows you to keep growing, even when you're together. Yeah. I mean, that's not, if that's not the perfect relationship, then I don't know what is. Mm -hmm. If you guys aren't growing as partners, I don't know why you're together. I mean, we're Mm -hmm. all young and we all have a lot of life to live and, you know, we're going to experience different things. We're going to experience new things. And if that person's not going to support you or even motivate you, you know, there are times that you need motivation, you know, motivating your partner, they, people should not see that as like, you know, a negative thing. It should, it should be a reminder that you're on their side and you want the best out of their lives. As long as you want to be tagged along with them and continue to support each other. You know, it, it is a balance. It doesn't have to be 50, 50, but if someone's giving 90% and the other is 10%, the other day it might be flipped, but you got to make sure it equals hundred percent every day, no matter what. Yeah, I completely agree with that, that that's like the best sort of relationship is where you're both able to flourish. And it doesn't even have to be in like a related sense, but like where you're both doing your own thing and like doing it well and just being there to support each other. Because Mm -hmm. in a past relationship for me, that was a red flag was when, um, you know, I would finish a long day at work and like, and I would give like my ex-boyfriend a call and like, and I, and I wanted to tell him all about my day and like all these cool things that I was doing just cause I was like excited about it and wanted to tell him. And like, he just like, didn't care to hear, like I, I would be like mid topic and he would be like, yeah. So anyways, um, blah, 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 blah. And just like go on to like a totally different 
conversation and like, and it hurt my feelings. And it was one of those things that I was like, okay, well, he, he doesn't care what I'm doing. Like he doesn't care what I like have to say. And so that's something that I've like, in my, my current relationship is not like that at all. Like my boyfriend and I are both very, very supportive of, you know, what we're each doing. And like, and we like want to hear those things about like, oh yeah, like what did you do today? And like, what made you excited? And like, um, what did you do well? Like we're excited for each other and we like care to hear those stories and we don't cut each other off. And I think that is a healthy thing to have in a relationship. For sure. I mean, it's definitely something I look for or I look to in a partner. I want to hear those passionate, those mm. passionate ideas, those passionate thoughts. It's so important. And that means that someone's opening up to you and they they trust you with their opinion and what they think is important in their lives and cutting those, those passionate ideas and thoughts off. That is a major red flag. If someone doesn't want to listen to what you're passionate about, then are they going to listen to you six months down the line when you actually have some problems going on? Mm. You know, it's just something to consider. That's a red flag right there. Some people don't pay attention to that. If they aren't listening to you now or not even making an effort at the beginning, they will definitely not later. (laughs) So we wanted to bring back our segment of Weekly Wonders this week. And we want to thank everyone so much for submitting such great Weekly Wonder questions. Thank you guys so much for submitting questions. We love answering them and we love hearing like what you guys want to hear about. So Mm -hmm. please continue to submit them each week. And remember, they can literally be about anything at all. It it doesn't matter. We want (laughs) to talk about everything. (laughs) We actually had this question submitted last week, but we thought it would be great to bring up this week because it has to do with exactly what we're talking about. So the question that was submitted was, can you still be friends with your ex? That's a really good question. Mm -hmm. Let's start. Ooh, that's a loaded one. <laughs> I know. I know that like it, it really gets like the wheels turning. Cause I'm like, yeah, can you Johnny, how about you start us off? Yeah, Let's start it off. Johnny. You have some good insight. <laughs> that's a very hard, hard question. And it's very hard. If you are friends with your ex, how do you move on into another relationship? Yes. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. And how does that person trust their partner? If they're, very good friends with their ex Mm -hmm. good question I've been thinking about it and it it depends on so much so so many things um obviously depends on how the relationship was you know if there was any trauma in it and you know it was a negative overall relationship I don't think keeping negative people in your life is smart for anyone regardless if you're in a relationship or not um but you know if you're in a long relationship a very invested one and you know you've opened up your whole life to that person you know that if if that partner was there for you when you were down the most I mean I think it's fair to say that they very well could be a friend in your life but again it's tough to move on into another relationship if you're so close to your ex because yeah. that gives a partner some sort of trust issue mm-hmm. you know, jealousy is poisonous but there's always going to be that thought in the background like why are you so close yes yeah I think that was so well put because Mm -hmm. um I've been thinking about it too and I think like I think it's definitely hard to be friends with an ex and from personal experience I tried it out and it did not work um an ex-boyfriend of mine who I dated in high school um, following high school, we, when we broke up and we went to college, we stayed in touch and we were like still talking all the time, like still really like good friends with each other. But because of that, it was very hard for me to move on and like to want to meet new guys because I was still like, I still had that like conversational relationship with my ex. So I closed myself off in that sense. And I remember, um, like the following summer after that, after had this, this been, had been going on for a long time, I had a conversation with one of my friends about it because like he and I were even like, we would like hang out and like everything, but we like weren't dating. And it was just like, it was, it was holding both of us back from just mm-hmm. like working on ourselves and like meeting new people and like, you know, opening up to new people. And it wasn't like resolving that hurt. It was just kind of like prolonging it. And 
my friend recommended that I listen to the song um, Friends, Lovers, or Nothing by John Mayer. And when I tell you I listened to that song like a million times on repeat, like still when I listen to it, it like just like brings back those like emotions that, that like I felt at that time because basically what the song tells you is that you basically can be friends, lovers, or nothing with someone and you can't overlap them because if you do like everything's going to get intertwined everything's going to get messy it's just not going to work out so personally from like a past experience I think that unless you wait like quite a few years where like you've had the time to like fully fully move on from that person I think maybe then you can be friends but definitely not immediately after you've broken up And I think obviously this is very situational. I think one situation that it might be easier to still be friends with your ex. I mean, it probably still wouldn't be easy, but would be if you guys were in a friend group maybe before and then afterwards, but that also still gets complicated. And I think the biggest question you have to ask yourself is what you just touched on, which is, is being friends with my ex going to stunt my own growth or me meeting Mm -hmm. other people? And yeah, I don't know. I mean, that it's a very hard thing. And I I personally have trouble letting go in general of people in my life. Like I just care deeply about people. And we do an episode on that, like letting go. Yeah. And speaking of, you brought in another John. Hey, John Mayer, but (laughs) it's just a John (laughs) episode. (laughs) Wait, why isn't my name John? (laughs) Yeah, we got to change that. But I, (laughs) speaking of also music, I wrote a song called Letting Go that hasn't come out yet. But I, it's really hard for me to let go of someone, but you got to realize that that person does not fit in your life correctly, like you said, and it's just going to blur those lines of you'll never fully be able to find the right person if you're still constantly thinking about this person or thinking, oh, well, they're going to have to meet this person or this or that. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to balance, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think it's very challenging to be friends with your ex. That's my overall feeling on it. (laughs) Yeah. So on that note, um, I'm wondering, Johnny, now that we've talked about like breakups and like moving on and whatnot, when it comes to your next relationship, what are you excited about? Like, I know you're focusing on yourself right now, but when, but for when you like meet that new person, like, like, what are you excited about and like looking forward to? I think right now in my life, I'm pretty pretty positive when I say my next relationship will probably be the one I'm really hoping. Oh my gosh. All, all the, all the girls in the audience are like, ah, sign me up. No, I, I, I want to find myself as much as I can. And I know it's going to take time. You know, I plan on going to medical school and, you know, starting a business and, you know, doing all these things. And, you know, it's, it's going to take time. I, I, this post relationship for me has really opened my eyes up for a lot of things with myself. And I think I, I need, I need a lot of time for myself mm-hmm. and, you know, I can have friends and, you know, girlfriends that are there to, you know, like Sierra is a great girlfriend for me. Like I can talk to her about certain things, you know, like on an emotional or if I'm feeling down or something like that. But for me, I don't think I'm going to open up for, you know, a few years, to be honest, it's just something that I think I've come to, to wraps with. And I think that once I get through medical school and kind of, you know, find my, you know, my stepping stone in life, um, then I'll work on it. I mean, I'm 22 years old and, you know, who knows it could change Mm -hmm. tomorrow, but right now in my life, I'm not looking for anything right now in my life. I just have so much stuff going on. Um, you know, I'm working, full-time and just doing so many different things. I just don't think that I could emotionally support someone right now. Mm. So what I'm looking forward to is, you know, finding that financial stability and the stability that I can bring for a family someday. And, you know, I mean, that's Mm. my long-term, that's my longest term thing I got going on, but again, could change tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah. Life's a mess. (laughs) But I think that's great. Me too. Like Listen, that is so yeah. great. And, and I, and I love how, how you're like, you're confident about what you want to work on in yourself and like, and you're confident about what you want to happen, like in the future. But I, I love that you're still so open, like to the opportunity of like how like, anything could be. And like, kind of like, 
I don't know if we've even said this, but like how you never know when like that right person is going to walk into your life. Like it could literally be tomorrow. It could when you be, least expect it when you least expect it. It could be in six years. Like you don't know. And like, I think it is good to like, just keep an open mind. Yeah, I definitely have an open mind. I just, I like yeah. to set very long-term goals for myself. No, I love you know, that. I, I want a family. People are key. I want to be able to have a family and have a, a wife and kids and have a financial future. And that's, that's supported and that's secure. I want to make sure my family is, is always secure no matter what. And that's what I look forward to. I mean, again, short term, who knows? God only knows, but um, that's my long-term thing. That, I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to though. I mean, I've put all this work in, just graduated from college. Uh, I have a long ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. it. Quite the journey. <laughs> quite the journey. But yeah, but that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm just, I'm looking forward to the long-term, honestly. I love that. <laughs> that's the mindset we all need to be on. Yeah, that is. Well, Whoever that special lady is, she will be a very lucky one, John. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and remember that John is single as well. <laughs> well, I think that right now, um, with the time we have left, we should play a little fun game just to end off this amazing episode. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, I've loved this episode. I've learned so much. <laughs> Me too. Like, I, oh my gosh, I feel like, I just want to love everything right now. So Johnny, same time next week. Give me more advice. Another disclaimer. I am not an experienced professional in the field. I just, I'm honest. That's the one thing. If you could take away anything from this, just be as honest as you can with yourself and with your partner. It mm. will never hurt you in the long run. Honesty is key. We thought it would be fun. Uh, I found an article on Pair Life about uh, this author on Pair Life. She put together, she talked to all her single friends and asked them what their deal breakers were in relationships. And she put together 50 common relationship deal breakers. So we're not going through all 50, don't worry, but we'll just do yeah. a rapid fire of a couple. But so since you two are the single ones, I think that- I Single Johns ask. unite. Single Johns <laughs> unite. I will ask the question and you guys will tell me if it is a- deal breaker or not all right ready is it a deal breaker or is it not if you're the person you meet doesn't like children deal breaker for me i would have to agree deal breaker all right deal breakers all around how about if they don't like music obviously a all. deal breaker for me <laughs> deal breaker <laughs> i know what, what would you guys listen to <laughs> Books? I mean, Ew. If they don't like half <laughs> kidding, the things kidding. I do, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What if, what if they live too far away? Like, what if you meet someone and they live on the opposite side of the country? Not a deal breaker for me. Mm. I don't think it's a deal breaker anymore. Mm -hmm. okay. We're so connected with everyone. Look how we're doing this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> exactly. they are open to long distance relationships. <laughs> I mean, I don't want it long distance forever. But I agree with that. Yeah, but I'm okay with meeting someone who's not in the same exact city as me. Okay, next one. All depends on intentions. Mm -hmm. True, true. All right. What if they are cheap? <laughs> I'm all about people being smart with their money, but I personally am someone that I work hard and want to live my life to the fullest. So I don't want to not like, I don't want to die with millions of dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I want to <laughs> spend a little bit. So yeah. Get those Birkins. <laughs> maybe a deal breaker. It's definitely possibly a deal breaker. I love the uh, financial intelligence John brought up, but whoever I'm with, I'm going to spoil them. So I would want at least. Yeah. I'm know, like that too. You need some sort of reciprocation. Who doesn't want to be spoiled? <laughs> exactly. Okay, what if they aren't over their ex? Deal breaker. <laughs> Easily a deal breaker. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but we're okay if they express things that they haven't moved past in their past relationships, but if they're still into them is the thing that's a deal breaker. Agreed. Agreed. All right. What if they are selfie obsessed? 
They're just that type of person who's like always taking selfies, like always needs you to take photos of them. How do we feel about that? Johnny, <laughs> how do you feel? I, I love living in the moment. I really do. <laughs> like you don't, you don't, I mean, taking pictures is great, but don't ruin everything that's special by you being just selfish with selfies. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I agree. I don't know if it's a deal breaker. I, I've never I mean, met someone yeah. who. I mean, if you're at dinner all night that. taking selfies of you and can't have a conversation, that's going to be a deal breaker. But if you take one occasionally, whatever. Yeah. What if wherever you go, though, like they they like require you to take like 20 pictures of them? The pictures are fine. It's the phone for me. Ooh, it's the yeah. phone for me. Mm-hmm. yeah that's something that i get like annoyed with too is like if someone's like on their phone like <laughs> while i'm talking to them or something mm-hmm. okay i just like choked Are you okay? all right you need the <laughs> please <laughs> okay let's do let's do a couple more yeah what if they're indecisive i th- i can be a, a little indecisive sometimes i mean it's not a complete deal breaker but if they're indecisive i like people who like know what they want though so yeah no i would say that's a deal breaker if it's all of life depends. Yeah, if they're indecisive on absolutely everything, mm-hmm. like you better be pretty decisive about me if you're dating. <laughs> right. I mean, if they don't yeah. know what to eat for dinner or whatever, but. <laughs> yeah. So not a deal breaker? Uh, situational. Yeah. Okay, okay fair, fair. All right, let's do one more. Okay, make it a good one. Okay. Bad breath. How do we feel? <laughs> deal breaker, I'm a hygiene freak. <laughs> Yeah. Johnny? I don't really want to I don't want to talk to anyone with bad breath. Me Let alone either. kiss or anything else. Gross. Ugh. All right. Well, that is all for our game and for that this amazing episode. This was so much fun. Thank you so much, Johnny. You're so welcome. So glad to be on here and hopefully I can get on again some other time oh, in the future. We're having yes, you on. Please. We loved your advice. It was so nice to meet you. I still have a million questions. I could, we could keep going. <laughs> yeah, you got two more hours. Um. <laughs> I got all the time in the world for you guys whenever you need it. Thank Aww. you. Johnny, you're now you. not known as just Johnny. You're Johnny semicolon the love expert. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a love doctor. I, I can dig that. I can dig that. <laughs> uh, okay, Johnny. Thank you so, guys so much. Yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Johnny Haddock, and that's pretty much it. Okay, well, everyone, make sure to follow him. Everyone follow Johnny. Great content coming your way. We want to thank everyone again for listening in. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you download, subscribe, follow, rate, and review. And most importantly, Sierra, what do they need to do? They need to tell everyone they know. Tell everyone you know. Yes. So again, thanks for all your support. There'll be a brand new episode next Thursday. Make sure to stay up to date on all things What About It by following us on Instagram and TikTok at What About It Podcast and on Twitter at What About It underscore pod. You can find me on Instagram at John Flynn Music and me at Sierra Morabito. Well, that's all. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.